My name is Daria Varabyova. I've just completed my PhD on integration of Syrian-Armenian refugees in Armenia and Lebanon during the Syrian civil war, so 2011 to 2017. I'm Russian and I did my undergraduate degree in Moscow State University. I studied the Arab countries and I was really fascinated by the Arab culture, so I thought to do my PhD on the role of minorities in the development of Syrian economy. That's the topic with which I came here to St. Andrews. But because the war in Syria was going on, I wasn't able to do a year of field work in Syria, obviously. And so I had to change my topic slightly. I wanted to see what was the attitude of Syrian Christians. How did they feel about coming back or never coming back? Because there has been migration from the Middle East to the West for quite a few decades. I went to Lebanon for my field work, started interviewing Christians, and then I decided to do the same in Armenia because I thought, okay, I'm Russian, I speak Russian. So I went to Armenia for field work, spent several months there interviewing people, organizations, and observing <laughs> new shops, restaurants opened by Syrian Armenians and how they were interacting with local people. I was interested to see what was the opinion of majority of Syrian Armenians who left Syria, mostly from Aleppo, some from Damascus, Kisab, Kamishli, and some other parts of Syria, to Armenia and Lebanon because of the violence and war in Syria and whether they wanted to go back, whether they missed their country, if they felt Syria was their homeland, and if they wanted to either stay in Armenia, Lebanon, or to move somewhere else. First of all, we should look at how did Armenians come to Syria and when, under which circumstances, and what was their position in Syria on the eve of the current war in, in the country. A few Armenians lived in Syria or went to Syria for educational purposes in 5th and 6th centuries. Some were coming in 9th, 11th centuries. Then later on, small communities appeared, mostly doing trade with the West. Later on, majority of Armenians came to Syria from the territories of Ottoman Empire during the First World War, during the Armenian Genocide. They mostly resided in Aleppo, where before the war around 75% of Armenians lived. Some also lived in Damascus, Kisab, Kamishli, in the coastal areas of Syria. When during Armenian genocide Armenians arrived to Syria, at first they had very difficult living conditions. But generally, the local community welcomed them, even though First World War brought a lot of poverty and difficulties for local people as well. Of course, few saw them as like bread takers or as people who could take jobs, and there were not too many jobs at that time. But generally, after some years, they integrated quite well. Most of them became middle class have small shops or they are engaged in trade with Turkey, Europe or other countries. They are also famous for their jewelry work. In Syria, 
various religious groups have been coexisting for centuries. If you look at the map of Syria, you would see that Christians live in different parts of the country, in different parts of uh, cities. So they, on a daily basis, would interact with Muslims, with other Christians, with Druze. If you look at the religious composition of Syria, before the war started, there were around 87% Muslims, around 3% of Druze population, and about 10% of Christians, including Armenians, all of whom are Christians. And when we talk about Syria, we always have to remember that the country has a long history of coexistence of various ethnic and religious groups, and mostly in peace. Although there have been Armenian quarters or streets in various towns and cities, especially in Aleppo and Damascus, majority of Armenians would still interact with Muslims, Jews, and other denominations on a daily basis. And on both sides, they wouldn't see it as a problem. Before the Syrian war started, according to different sources, between 70 to 100,000 Armenians lived in Syria. But since most of them lived in Aleppo, which has been in the middle of the violence in the country, many of them left. And according to various sources, at least 50% of the Syrian-Armenian populations is now outside of the country. According to some other sources, there are maximum 30,000 left in the country. And we don't know how long these people would stay because although the situation in Aleppo is better at the moment, it's still not clear what will happen. And then people are tired of living in the situation of uncertainty about their future, about their business, about their families. As I said, at least half of Syrian Armenians left Syria since the beginning of war in Syria in 2011. Majority of them left to Lebanon or Armenia, and then some of these returned back to Armenia when situation in their town or village or city became better or when they ran out of money and couldn't afford to live, for example, in very expensive Lebanon. When I talked to one of the Syrian Armenians in Armenia, they said that when the war started, it was difficult, but the family still decided to stay. But one night, the army of the opposition came quite close, and they could hear voices, and they could hear Turkish. The elderly still remembered the genocide and what Turkish meant, and so that person said, enough, and they left next day. Now, it's not a genocide against Armenians, but it's still violence and they are involved in it. When migration of Syrian Armenians from the country started in 2011, but especially since 2012, the first two destinations of migration became Lebanon and Armenia. Lebanon because it has one of the largest Armenian diasporas in the Middle East, and Lebanese-Armenian diaspora is often seen as the second homeland or de facto Armenian homeland in the Middle East because it has a number of Armenian schools, 
uh, well represented in terms of religious institutions and even has an Armenian university, which is the only Armenian university in the world except for the Republic of Armenia. Generally, Lebanese Armenian community is very famous for its cultural and social life. The difficulty with Lebanon is that although Armenian community in the country, mostly in Beirut, is relatively big, it is not able to accommodate as many thousands of Armenians as want to flee. So another country of migration became Armenia. Some Armenians would go to Lebanon first and then fly to Armenia. Some would fly from Syria to Armenia when it was possible, and some, because of financial considerations or because it was not possible, went to Armenia by car through Turkey. In the past, when there was the Kingdom of Armenia, in its greatest period, the kingdom stretched from the territories of modern Armenia to parts of Turkey and parts of Syria which includes the town of Kisab, which is now part of Syria. The town of Kisab is on the border with Turkey, and it has been an Armenian town since the Kingdom of Armenia, which was 1st century BC. So for all Armenians in the world, it has a very important meaning because it's one of these few places which has been Armenian for centuries Syrian Armenians, as I mentioned earlier, mostly came from the territories of Ottoman Empire, while the territory of modern Republic of Armenia was first part of the Russian Empire and part of the Soviet Union after. So cultures and habits and even language were quite different. Armenia has been trying to legitimize itself as a homeland for all Armenians, which at the moment includes certain policies which the government in, of Armenia implements towards newcomers from Syria of Armenian origin. For example, soon after war started in Syria, the Armenian government implemented a number of simplifying procedures for Armenians from Syria to first get a visa or permit to go to the country or to receive an Armenian passport in Syria, in Lebanon or inside the country. Now an Armenian from Syria can arrive to Armenia and get a visa on the border. They can also bring some equipment for their work without paying a tax unless they want to sell this equipment. They also have a right to drive their cars without getting a local driving license for a certain period. And generally, the country welcomes Syrian Armenians. The forced movement of Syrian Armenians to Armenia is very interesting when we think about overarching identities. Before the Syrian uprising started, Syrian Armenians in the country felt integrated to a large extent. They had their own schools, medical institutions, cultural institutions, streets and businesses. Generally, they had positive attitudes towards the country and the government, both Hafiz al-Assad and now his son Bashar al-Assad and their governments gave Armenian communities relative freedom. However, since the 
war in Syria started, many had to flee. During my fieldwork, I did surveys with Syrian Armenians. It's interesting to note that Armenians who moved to Armenia during the first years of war in Syria mostly have very positive memories of Syria and at least when I was doing my field work, majority of them strongly felt they wanted to come back to the country when it's possible. However, Armenians who moved from Syria to Armenia during 2014, 15 or 16, especially young people, some of them said we would try to stay here, some said now we're here but we're actually going to move to the West because there are not enough professional employment opportunities here. Another issue which has to be mentioned here is that majority of newcomers to Armenia are middle-aged or younger people or children, while majority of elderly preferred to stay in Syria because majority of them wanted to die where they spent all their life and they didn't want to move to any other country. This fact had some influence on the process of integration of Syrian Armenians in Armenia because, of course, many of them worried about their mothers and fathers and elderly family members or other family members who did not want to leave Syria for various reasons. For many, it was very difficult to integrate and in Armenia and accept the idea that now it's the country where they're going to live and work. They were constantly checking news on what was going on in Syria, in specific areas and towns where they were coming from, calling their friends and relatives on a regular basis to check if their houses are still there, if everyone is fine and alive. Obviously, this had a negative effect on their integration socially and economically in Armenia. Another trend which I noticed was that very young people, school children, usually integrated faster because they would go to school. Armenian government provided free school education for Syrian Armenian children. They would often get used to the Eastern dialect of Armenian, which is spoken in Armenia, and they would also catch some Russian words, which are frequently used. So their social integration would usually go relatively smoothly and fast, while teenagers had more problems with integration. And some mothers said one of the reasons was because this is not the easiest age anyway, and plus, majority of parents wouldn't have enough money to give them to go out to cinemas, restaurants and cafes with their peers from school. But later on, I talked to some of these people and it seems that situation went better. If we talk about uh, middle-aged people, there were several different difficulties. The first one is that some understanding of Russian was necessary for many jobs. Secondly, salaries in Armenia tend to be very low and Syrian Armenians didn't see this as worth working for. And thirdly, most of them used to have own business or small family business and this is very competitive in Armenia. So that was another difficulty for them. Another difference is related to 
low salaries is that in Armenia it's quite common and usual that both family members, uh, husband and wife, would work. While quite often Syrian Armenian women would often stay at home or work with their family members or often with their uh, husbands, which was no longer possible in Armenia because of low salaries the husbands would get, they would be forced by circumstances to start working, which was a problem. Some of them wanted, but some wanted just to continue as they lived before. Some NGOs put quite a lot of effort into changing this, and some women now start working. The question of the future is very complicated for all Syrians, including Syrian Armenians in both Armenia and Lebanon. When I was doing my fieldwork in 2015, majority still wanted to return to Syria, although some were happy to stay, some wanted to go to the West, and some were forced by the lack of money to actually return to Syria even during the war. Of course, each case is different, but generally from my interviews, from surveys in both Armenia and Lebanon, vast majority of Syrian Armenian had very positive memories about Syria and majority wanted to return if circumstances would allow.